0: Hey, welcome to the Healing She Got Faith show. I am Lily. I am the founder of Healing She Got Faith, and I am the host of the Healing She Got Faith talk show healing she got faith is an organization that was created for adults who are dealing with grief and or on their self-love journey during this talk show we talk about grief healing self-love there will be some trigger warnings there will be some laughs we give ourselves affirmation but overall we are encouraging you to love you the way you love the world okay so we are so glad that you are here thanks for tuning in continue to love yourself and as always we are here to see a healed world not a grieving world okay so yes thank you all for tuning in Hey, welcome. Happy Monday. It is August 8th. Oh my goodness, we are already in our second week of August. I cannot believe that this year is almost gone, y'all. Like, almost gone. Well, welcome to the Healing She Got Faith Show. This is Lily. I am your local self love advocate, I am your favorite community social worker. And, of course, I am the host of the Healing She Got Faith talk show. So happy Monday. Welcome. If you're new here, thanks for checking us out. To all my followers and old old folks, oldies, I love y'all. Thank y'all so much. We are on episode 33. Can y'all believe that? Episode 33. We are just moving right along, and I am so happy that you're on this journey with me. I'm so happy to see a community of people who are healing, people who want to adjust their grief, and people who really just want to just heal themselves so they can heal their generation of their family. I am loving seeing that. So thank you for allowing me to be on your journey with you and thank you for being on my journey. I appreciate that. So it is Monday, new week. It's a new start, y'all. Let me tell y'all, last week can go straight to hell, okay? That was probably one of the worst weeks I've had in a very, very long time. Um, Like it was just one of those weeks. Like nothing went right. Everything was a fight. Everything was an argument. So this weekend I had to take time to recoup from it and really just like embrace how I felt. But like coming on Monday, I just felt so motivated because yesterday I actually got to rest. And yeah, so. Um, this week is, is new. We're starting new goals. We're starting new, new, um, activities, experiences. Um, this week I am pretty packed. Like, um, the schedule is pretty full this week. So I'm trying my best not to be overwhelmed. Sometimes being busy is a blessing. Um, but most importantly, it's for healing. She got faith. So it's for the business. So I'm super excited about the networking. I'm super excited about the people I'm going to meet. So yeah, um, this, this episode, episode 33 is called Do You Know Yourself? And so I want to discuss this before we do our icebreaker. So if you're new here, I do the same icebreaker. It never changes. It is me picking affirmation cards and whether there's a guest, whether I'm with a client, whether I'm with myself, I do the same icebreaker. It will never change. The decks of cards will change, the activity will never change. It's easy, people love it, and it's my signature. So, um, this week we are picking from the four agreements and the fifth agreement by Don Miguel Ruiz. I'm actually rereading the four agreements because I just joined a board, the She Foundation in Minnesota, with LR Wilson. She is not news to healing. She got faith, she has been here, she is my business bestie. I joined her board, and one of the tasks that we had was to listen to the Four Agreements Audible. So some of y'all who've been watching the show, y'all know I've read it. I've had these decks of cards for a while, but um, this is my first time listening to it in the Audible. So I, yeah, it's it's eye opening. So we're gonna pick from um, from these decks of cards because. Um, the reason for the show, Do You Know Yourself, is because what happened last week. And this, like, Ruiz, he did his thing with his books, okay? Like, he he is phenomenal. He is a healer. Like, he's really good at what he does. And we definitely want to give him his flowers. Um, but it has a lot to do with this question, do you know yourself? And so I purposely asked myself that this morning. Oh, yeah, and I'm recording like on August 8th. So I know like previously I told y'all that I like pre-record and then last week I recorded on Monday and this week I wanted to try it again because I like that y'all get my authentic feelings. I think that's pretty dope. So you get my like fresh reflections, fresh thoughts from the previous week. And so the a lot happened this weekend that I had to sit down and reflect and we're going to go into all that. So without further ado, I've already picked my cards. I picked two from each deck. So the first deck was the four agreements. And the first card I picked was don't take anything personally. Ignore the opinions of others. Whatever people do, feel, think, or say, don't take it personally. Others are going to have their own opinion according to their belief system. So whatever they think about you is not about you, but it is about them. Always do your best. Take action on your ideas. Doing your best means to take action. You can have many great ideas in your head, but without action upon an idea, there will be no manifestation, no results, and no reward. Okay, four agreements. Second deck, the fifth agreement. First card, I am the artist of my own life. Words are my paintbrush and my life is the canvas. What I paint with words is the way I see myself, the way I see my entire reality. What I paint is my life, and how it looks depends on how I use the word. Second card, I am completely authentic. I don't pretend to be what I am not. I am what I am, and I accept what I am. I am just like a flower, just like the ocean, just like the sun. I am just like me. Okay. I went and I picked these cards with the intentions of asking myself, do you know yourself? Okay, so let's start with card one from the four agreements. Don't take anything person, personally, ignore the opinions of others. If you read the book, the four agreements, he talks about how opinions are literally just from your perspective. They're not fact, they're just from your, your life, they're just from your perspective they're what you think it's not necessarily what everybody else what everybody else thinks it's what you think and one of the things as i've gotten older that i've been working on is not to take things personally my whole life i have taken everything personal okay if you hurt me or if you don't show up for me or if you don't do x y and z i take it personal what did i do to deserve that What did I do for you not to love me? What did I do for you not to show grace to me? What did I do? Like, why are you so mean? I took it personal. I took on everybody else's problems. I took on the duty of the world is bad because of me. Okay? Instead of realizing that each and every person has their own story and each and every person has their own journey. My book, my first book is called Everyone Has a Story. Literally me telling the readers, you have your own story. Like you cannot compare yourself to the next person. You cannot be what everybody else is. It was never meant for you to be that. So don't take it personally. You have to ignore the opinions of others. I do not take advice. I do not take advice. I do not give advice. Okay. It is very rare that I will call you or call anybody and say, Hey, I need advice. I don't want it because advice only comes from the opinion Of others opinions are only from that person's perspective I know like when I call people and tell people like a lot of times it's just me venting I'm not looking for an answer I'm not looking for you to fix anything I'm just saying what it is like last week was a shitty week okay it was a shitty week I knew that anybody I called would not be able to fix it but I just needed to say last week sucked. okay i didn't need anybody to fix it i already knew what i had what had to be done i i already knew i already knew where i messed up i knew who i had to call i knew what bills i had to pay all of that and a lot of times when i call people they want to give their opinion on stuff and the thing is i don't want the opinion and a lot of people don't like that about me i don't want the opinion you know a lot of people are going to um, life coaches and joining social groups for, you know, the acceptance of others. And from my perspective, my whole life, all I have ever been worried about is what other people think about Lisa. And I'm not at a place where I don't really care what you think about Lisa. I care what I think about Lisa. I care what Lisa does. Now... That's not to say that I don't get lonely, and that's not to say that I don't have my shortcomings. Like, I'm not perfect. I'll never be perfect. But what I am saying is I'm at a place where I'm very comfortable in who I am. I'm very confident in who I am. And it took me a while to get here. And I, I won't let anybody destroy that. And there are times when I still take something personal. We'll get into that story um, this week because it just happened. But ignore the opinions. A lot of times people will project onto you because of what they're going through. A lot of times when people pour onto you, and it's not the type of pouring we want because of what they're going through. A lot of times people hurt you because of what they're going through, because of what they're dealing with. And so we have to learn to not to take it personal. Like, you know, I always say this. You can do what you do. You can be who you be, but I can make the decision not to deal with it. That's kind of my motto that I live by all right second card always do your best take action on your ideas i love this because i have been learning this recently this is a very recent lesson i uh, i went into entrepreneurship and authorship thinking that things would kind of just work out not saying that i don't put in hard work but I think that's what it is, honestly, and I think I'm having a revelation right now. I figured things would work out because I work hard. I figured things would kind of flow because I put my all into everything. I figured that life would just happen because I'm constantly working. I'm constantly putting my energy into things. I wanted to heal so bad, but I was not taking the actions that I needed to take to truly heal. And one of the lessons that I've learned recently is your business will reflect how you truly feel. So if you're not confident, your business will come off as not being confident. If you're not putting in the work, your business will show that. Because if you can't put in the work for yourself, there ain't no way you're going to be able to put in the work for your your job. And, and I, again, this is perspective. I see that sometimes we get burnt out because we're putting our all into something else and we're not putting our all into ourselves. So in order for me to be successful in my business, I had to take a step back and focus on me. I was noticing that my business, my building was not open. I was noticing I was attracting broken souls. I I was noticing I was attracting the same type of people, like people who sell you a dream, you pay them, you sign a contract, and then nothing comes from it. I was noticing that I kept loving people who were so broken, who really couldn't afford to love me back. I noticed that I was going through some of the same things. And part of it was because I just wasn't taking action on my ideas. I was a type of person where I never wanted to be an entrepreneur. I never wanted to be anybody famous. I never wanted to be anything. um, I kind of just wanted to live under somebody else's shadow. I wanted to be like a grocery store clerk. I wanted to work a nine to five. I wanted to work under somebody. I did not want the responsibility of running my own business, running my own establishment, being the boss, because it just took a lot. And if it fails, it falls on you. So with that in mind, there were a lot of things that I wanted, but I wouldn't take action. For example, my weight, I wouldn't take action on my weight. I accepted that I was diabetic, I was overweight, and I was just going to die a diabetic. That was literally my brain, my mindset for years, for years. I saw a lot of death. A lot of people died young around me. So in my head, I was like, well, I'm going to die young. So I'm going to just do do whatever I do. I'm going to just... I'm going to just make it like I'm going to just live this life the way like everybody else dies young. So I didn't put any action behind my weight loss. I wanted to be off of my diabetic medicine. I wasn't working out. I wasn't eating any better. I wasn't taking any action steps to actually make this happen. And then my business came and I was waiting on other people to love my business the way I loved it. I was waiting on the contractors to care about my building. I was waiting on this other person to make me a priority to love. I was waiting on my friends to treat me how I treat them. I was waiting on business contracts and business people to respect me and my business the way I respected them. But a lot of it fell back into I was waiting and waiting and waiting and there was no action behind any of my ideas. I had a lot of good input. I had a lot of good ideas. There was no action behind it. And so at some point in the last year, I had to realize you have to put action. You can't keep waiting. You can't keep waiting on somebody else to do it for you. You can't keep waiting on somebody else. We have to take responsibility for what we have. A lot of us are sitting on million-dollar ideas. A lot of us are sitting on the solution to our problems, but we're we're not putting action behind our ideas. You know, from a biblical standpoint, faith without works is dead. A lot of people have faith. A lot of people don't have works. I wanted y'all to hear that. A lot of people have faith. A lot of people don't have works. You can't just sit up here and want this and say this and got this, and you're not doing nothing behind it. Yes, life happens. Yes, we have to work. Yes, we have to pay bills. Yes, 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 and I get it. But at some point, we have to make ourselves a priority. At some point, we have to fight the war within ourselves to be able to put action behind these ideas. We're all battling something. I was just telling somebody yesterday, life happening is no longer an excuse. Because at this day and age, everybody has something going on. At this day and age, everybody has had something. We have seen so much death. We have seen so much loss. We have seen so much sickness. We have seen so much uh, mental health. I mean, it is going on. But one of the things that we can do to minimize that is stop taking on more than what you can handle. If your capacity is at has met its limit, that's it. Stop taking on more than you can handle. Even today, like, I promised one of my friends that we would meet, I would go and get her, we would hang out today. And as I woke up this morning, I was like, I'm going to have to be honest with her and tell her, like, I overcommitted. I myself. This week is way too busy for me to be doing it. Like Monday is the only day I have to prep and to set and to do what I need to do. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I all have I have something to do every single day. Monday is the only day I don't have anything that's like in dire need of me doing. So I need to take this time to really prep, set, record, write, plan, clean. Organized, I need to do it. Um, and I still have to exercise, I still have to do my yoga, I still have to eat, and I'm so proud of myself. Like I had oatmeal coffee this morning, and that's a lot for me. Like, I have not been eating in the last couple of weeks because of stress. And so for me to get up and be like, I'm going to go get this oatmeal, I'm gonna go get this coffee. Um, I suppose I supported a local business, that's what I'm going to do. That was actually behind my ideas because I woke up this morning with ideas on what I was going to do for this week. I woke up this morning with people I was going to contact. In order for me to be able to do that, I have to be organized. I have to be prepped. That is putting action behind my ideas. Because to be honest, y'all, these ideas have been sitting up here, but that's just it. They've been sitting there. So now it's time to put those actions behind those ideas. And I'm talking to myself, y'all, like, this is a realization for me. This is a wake-up call for me. I can no longer continue to sleep on myself, okay? So, of that soap opera um the fifth agreement the first card from there i am the artist of my own life so last week we talked about being the author of your reality and we talked about um you being the creator of your own life and this card says words are my paintbrush my life is the canvas what i paint with words is the way i see myself the way i see my entire reality What I paint is my life, and how it looks depends on how I use the word. So what I'm learning as I've gotten older is words do have power. Now, I'm not going to lie to y'all. I was probably very morbid growing up because I just didn't believe that there was power in the tongue. Like, I always felt like, well, I was positive, and I was saying this, and I was doing this, and I was doing that. And I was listening to the Four Agreements on Audible this morning, and he was giving examples about You know, how if you were younger and your mom told you that you could. Okay, so actually he has that example where it was a young lady who she could sing and her mom was irritated. And basically her mom was like, you don't even sound good. Now, her mom, like he said in the books, along these lines, I'm paraphrasing, you know, in reality, no sound sounded good to her mom because she was irritated. But when she said those words to her daughter, her daughter never sung again because in her mind she could not sing because of what her mother told me. As I've been on this healing journey and as I've done my social work research and as I've just been reading, a lot of times our insecurities come from what other people have told us. And if you remember at the beginning of the show when I said that a lot of times my life depended on other people's words i did not know until i was older that i am the artist of my life i create this picture i paint this picture this is my life yes we have guys yes we have people who have wisdom yes we have other you know other things that help us but i am the person who makes this life beautiful one of the things that I've done to make my life beautiful is I travel because I get so much peace from traveling. The sea, the ocean, the Caribbean, it speaks to my soul and it grounds me and it helps me to be the healed person that I am today on top of what I do on a daily, you know, a day to day. I don't live by a beach, so it's not like I can only be myself when I'm by a beach. Like, no, like this takes daily practice. But I am the artist of who I am. I'm not perfect. I don't portray to be perfect. Now, I will say this, and this is another episode, but there are people who meet me and feel like I am a perfectionist and feel that I have to be perfect at everything. What is crazy to me, y'all, is I don't feel that way about myself. I do not feel that I am a perfectionist. I do not feel that I am this perfect human being. Honestly, I feel like I'm human and I feel like you get what I give you. Like, that's what it is. But I have had people be like, oh, you got to be perfect. You got to come off this way. And I'm like, is it, what, what about me bothers you? Is it my confidence? Is it that I know who I am? What is it? Because I don't view myself as perfect. Never have, never will. I don't want to be perfect. Like, who in this life is perfect? But anyways, I am the artist of my life. Okay, last part. I am completely authentic. Now y'all know if y'all listen to the cabo, I said the Cabo. I was about to say the cabo series, but I guess it might as well be the cabo series. But um, when I just recently went to Cabo, I felt like for the first time I could be my authentic self. I didn't care who was watching, I was dancing, I didn't care what anybody has to say. I was me. Uh, you know, I didn't care what this person had to say, I didn't care what that person had to say. Like i was myself i was that little girl i was that grown girl i i was lisa all the way around and i like what this card says i am just like me and that's who it is i am lisa inez nolan that is who i am no matter what grief did to me no matter what pain did to me no matter what that person said about me no matter what my weight is no matter what color my hair is No matter what my business does, no matter, no matter, no matter. At the end of the day, I am me. I am Lisa Inez Nolan, and I love that. So, those are our four cards. I will definitely post them in the show notes. I will act, and I'll also post a link to the four agreement decks of cards and the Audible because y'all should definitely read it. Also, you can go to my bookshop and order the books, and you can order the cards. So I'll put that link in the show notes. So let's go to today's topic. Do you know yourself? So how did this come about? So I have this person who does a service for my building and my properties. And anytime we talk, there's always like a downward spiral in the conversation. Like it starts off good and then it just ends up way in left field. And I'm not gonna lie, a lot of times I end up frustrated because a lot of times I'm just like, first of all, I don't even wanna have this conversation. Like it's not the time and place. Like I'm at this point, like just come do your job, get paid, and go home. Like we don't need to have a conversation every time you talk. Um, secondly, I always feel like I'm being insulted anytime me and this person talks. And so a lot of times that's why I don't want to talk to this person because I just feel like it, it ends up us insulting each other and it's like it doesn't even have to be that way like why are we insulting each other and so I have a friend we we hung out last Sunday and she was like you need to listen to this Lauren London interview and this Kevin Gates interview and so I love Lauren London I love Kevin Gates Um I know Kevin Gates is controversial and whatever him and Draco got going on I love them both I send them love and like and i love lauren london i always have uh, she's just always been one of my favorite people and so um if you don't know she was in a long-term relationship with nipsey hustle and nipsey, H- nipsey hustle was murdered in front of his property and she shares a son with him she has another son too and so it was very devastating and so Lauren London went through this spiritual transformation as most people do when they're grieving. Kevin Gates has been through a lot of trauma, a lot of grief, a lot of loss. I mean he's even tried to like um, kill himself and he's been very open about that. And so this weekend, I told y'all like last week it was a shitty week so this weekend I really just wanted to recharge I wanted to restart and so I listened to these I think it was four interviews, three or four. So it was, I think it was for. It was Lauren London on, and I'm gonna have the links to all of these. Hold on, y'all. Let me pull it up on my podcast because I definitely have it there. Okay, it was Lauren London on. Uh, okay, I'm sorry, I'm stuttering a lot. It was Lauren London on on Purpose podcast with Jay Shetty. It, and then it was. Lauren London with Angie Martinez on the Angie Martinez show. And so that one was called, we're all going to die. And then on the on purpose podcast, it was trauma, spirituality and how to recover from loss, I believe. And then I listened to Kevin Gates on the breakfast club and then Kevin Gates on talks with Carisha. And so I listened to all of those, and I'll put the links in the show notes, but I listened to all of those, and I just heard, I just really listened to what they had to say. So they talked a lot about grief. They talked a lot about hurt. They talked a lot about healing. They talked a lot about spirituality. They talked a lot about their relationship with God. They talked a lot about them knowing themselves, which I thought that was so huge. Because going back to the person that works for me and was, you know, just coming to do his job and get paid, he, that's what he asked me. And it made me walk away from the conversation. He asked, do you know yourself? And I was offended because I do a lot of work on leasing. It has nothing to do with my business. It has nothing to do with everybody else, but it has everything to do with Lisa. And I was offended because I was like, how can you not see this? And this is something that I'm working on in therapy. So my whole life I have felt like I've had to prove myself. I felt like I've been ignored. I felt like I've been invisible. And I felt like I do all this extra stuff for the people around me. I support your business i buy from you multiple times i show up even when i can't i give you money when my bank account says don't and i'm like hey look at me look where i'm at look don't you see it so when he asked that my ego was hurt my ego was hurt and lauren london talks a lot about her ego and i want to say in the angie martinez show And she talks a lot about how she had to, like, check her ego. And so I started learning about my ego probably last year. I read the book Pussy Prayers, and I read the book Please. They're both by the same author. And in those books, actually, I learned about that in 2020 because I read both those books in 2020, actually, with some clients of mine. And... I started learning about my ego now my job I'm a social work so we, we learn about the ego the superego you know that's part of our theories that we have to learn and so I've been familiar with it but I never dealt with my ego I just kind of knew the gist of it and so I'm listening to Kevin talk about how he has to heal and he healed through yoga and he healed through movement and he healed through eating and just different things of that and really learning himself. And then I'm listening to Lauren and how she talked about how she was judgmental and how her ego was constantly like just out and about. And so I'm listening to this because, you know, I wanted to come to my building, tell him, hey, can you this tree fell in my backyard? Can you cut it down and take it? Here's your check and go. That That's all I wanted. I didn't want nothing else from. It. But instead, it starts off, you know, he was kind of just giving me chit chat, telling me about his family, and I don't know how we ended up on this conversation. But one of the reasons why I don't like having the conversations again because I just feel like it ends up us being insulted. But when he asked me, "Do you know yourself?" and I'm like, "Dude, what are you talking about?" Like, yes, I know myself. Like, you, like, you don't know all the hard work. Which I've had this conversation with this man before. Like you have to stop talking to me crazy because what ends up happening is you diminish everything that I've ever worked for. And I'm in therapy for like three to four days straight because I'm trying to recover from this codependency. I'm trying to recover from people pleasing and I'm trying to really heal it. Um, and, you know, the other side is that is in order to, you know, learn how to deal with it, you have to go through it, you know, but I just don't think I'm there yet. I just don't, i'm at that place like i'm just now coming into the acceptance space of you know you're not everybody's biggest fan and then everyone has a story i have a whole chapter about that like you everybody is not going to like you. everybody is not going to understand you, you are not meant from everybody like i legit have that um you know have that realization or whatever the case may be so With all that being said, I came into the building, I grabbed the check, and I'm writing the check out, and I'm shaking, y'all. I am shaking. Like, I am so nervous. I'm angry. I'm upset. And I literally had to sit in my building and be like, Lisa, he does not know you. He does not know what you have been through. You have nothing to prove to him. You don't owe him anything, he does not owe you anything. He might want to have a genuine conversation, but you do not owe him that. You don't owe anybody anything, Lisa. He does not know you. He does not know the work. And I mean, y'all, like, I wanted to prove him wrong. Like, here's my podcast. Here's my blog. And do all that. And I realized, like, it still wouldn't prove anything. It still would not prove anything. Because that man, that person does not know me. I don't know him. I don't want to know him. I don't want to know what's going on. Like, I wish him the best. I wish him in the business. Obviously, he does good work. Like, he works on all of my buildings. And whenever I need something, I call him. Like, obviously, there's that. But if y'all remember a couple episodes ago, I said, we, I have to set boundaries. We have to set boundaries with ourselves in life. This is one of those examples. And I feel like I was tested. I'm not really sure that I passed the test. Um, but... If I failed it, I have some really good notes to study for the next test. (laughs) Um, So, you know, setting that boundary, like we're just business persons, okay? I pay you to come and do a job and that's it. We don't need to talk. We don't need to do anything. I wish you the best. I actually wish you healing, love, and light. But I have to protect myself from certain spirits. I have to protect myself from certain people. I have to protect myself from falling into that trap because I don't I don't wanna have a mental breakdown every time something happens. And that, you know, that is a daily fight that I'm on. You know, I read something the other day that said therapy is for people who um just want to talk and not do the work that that they need to in order to heal. I don't believe with that statement. But I also didn't let it bother me. I've gotten real good at looking on stuff. When I don't agree with it, I just keep scrolling. But I just found it interesting because one of the very first arguments that I had with this man was um about therapy. He had been through a lot, he refused to go through therapy. And I was like, you know, you're insulting my industry. Like, even though I'm not a therapist, like I'm definitely a social worker, I definitely go through some of the same trainings. I don't I haven't been in the clinical route, so I can't. Proclaim to be a therapist or be a future therapist. I honestly don't want to be a therapist I don't want to do micro social work if you don't know what micro social work is go back a couple episodes from um, I think it was in March. I broke down my micro uh, meso, and macro social work. I break break down what social work is um, Definitely check out those episodes if you don't know if you don't know what I'm talking about right now so And I talked about that because I I think we minimize therapy and I think we minimize mental health resources when we just don't understand it. The other thing is everybody's journey is their journey. So what works for me is not going to work for you, which is why there are some people who I cannot connect with because what I'm doing does not make sense to them. What I'm doing healing-wise does not make sense to them. And so with that being said, I had to calm myself down. When I listened to Lauren, I was like, oh, my gosh, that was my ego. Like, my ego was getting hurt. Like, what you mean? Do I do? Do you know yourself? Yes, I know myself. Like, But having to realize that man don't know me and I have nothing to prove to him. And He has nothing to prove to me. And even to the point where I don't even think that person is a bad person. He just doesn't know me. And we just don't need to have these type of conversations. That's the other thing. I don't owe anybody a conversation. I don't owe anybody my life. I don't owe anybody anything. So, you know, do you know yourself? My question is yes. I know myself and I've worked so hard to get to this place. You can read my first book and I tell you there was a time I did not know myself. But when my mom died, that was a game changer for me, honey. It was a game changer. So... Speaking of like just being angry and being filled with rage um, and listening to Kevin and Lauren and reading the four agreements and just things of that nature, um, I also met with a friend yesterday at the coffee shop, and we're kind of both going through some similar things right now. Nothing bad or anything like that, nothing too crazy, but just a lot of healing and a lot of just coming into ourselves okay it's taking a lot of work and this is one of my friends where like we meet probably weekly if not weekly at least every other week and most of the time it's like well what did you do in therapy what did you learn emotionally and so we talked about emotional regulation and so um i jumped on google handy dandy google and emotional regulation is defined as the ability to exert control over one's own emotional state. It may involve behaviors such as rethinking a challenging situation to reduce anger or anxiety, hiding visible signs of sadness or fear, or focusing on reasons to feel happy or calm. So I bring that up because when he asked that and I felt myself shaking, I dismissed myself from the conversation and came into my office And told myself, like, Lisa, you have to know that you are worthy. If you know yourself, you do not have to prove that to anybody else. He does not know you. You do not know him. Y'all do not owe each other. Y'all are only in a business relationship. Which, what does that mean? Business only. Y'all do not need to be talking about personal stuff. You know yourself. You know what you've been working on. You have a therapist. Like, you pay her really good. You don't need anybody else. And this is why, like, I'm a, I'm an open book. But when it comes to personal stuff, I've become very close on who I really talk to stuff about. So, like, relationship stuff. Even now, my building and my business, like, I'm just not talking about it to certain people no more. Like, if you don't understand, you just, the girls that get it get it okay and the girls that don't don't that's it um i love that tiktok but i'm just at a place where you're either gonna have to listen to the podcast listen to the blog or read the next book if you really want to know what's going on but to have the conversation over and over like everybody don't need to be in your business everybody don't need to know what's going on everybody don't need the in and out of it and so i think it's important to set those boundaries with yourself and with life. And for me, that was a boundary that I had to set between myself and that person. Again, that person was not a bad person that, you know, but, no, I don't like the word but in this sentence. That person was not a bad person. However, I had to protect my spirit. So I had to walk away and I had to set that boundary. of Like, we cannot talk about personal things. We, You, you don't have to find somebody else to talk to. I am not your therapist. I am not your friend. I am just your business partner. I'm going to call you to come do a job, and I'm going to pay you, and that's it. That's our boundary. That's the line. Regulating my emotions in that sense because I am a person, I get very irritated very fast. I get very angry. I get very fluttered, flustered. I mean, you, you, my friend Crystal, honey, bless her heart. She knows how to handle me when I am in that state like, Crystal is literally my protector when it comes to that because she can notice when I'm getting irritated. She can notice when I don't want to speak or when I'm shutting down. And Crystal is that friend that will speak for me. Crystal is that friend that will protect me. She will rub my back. She will tell me it's okay. She will pray over me and then she will handle business for me. Crystal is, I call her my lifesaver because she is the friend that grounds me. My friend Tyler, he is my friend, that when we speak once a week and when we see each other, like that's my friend I was just talking about. We're like, what did you learn in therapy? What emotions did you work through this week? He is my friend that helps me walk through stuff. So uh, we meet once a week and we literally walk through the situations and scenarios. I can tell him when I'm angry. I can tell him when I need this. I can tell him what I'm, what I'm going through and he walks me through that. And so it's important to know those people in your life because I have been praying for protectors. I have my friend, Miss um, Essie Niles. Um, we just did a show last Monday. And I feel like she's an answer in prayer because I've been praying for people to protect me. And Essie has been showing up for me, honey. Then you got LR, which like I said at the LR is not new to healing she got faith. But LR is very motivating. LR is like, Lisa, you've been doing this. Like, Put some respect on your name. So having people... All these people that I mentioned are protectors, which is what I prayed for. All these people are lovers, which is what I prayed for. These are people that have been pouring into me. These are people that have been lifting me up. When I was having a bad week last week, these were people that poured life into me. These were people that prayed over me. These were people that talked to me. These were people that were like, I got you. Like, whatever you need, I got you. And so that has all been helping me with regulating my emotions because I'm learning from them. Because each of them has such a different personality. I'm also learning from my own self reflection and from my own healing. Healing has not been easy. And I think a lot of times on social media, it looks like one, two, three. And for me, I'm just very honest. Like, there have been parts of my healing that have been lonely, that have been hurting, that have been, I don't know, undescribable. There have been parts in my journey where I'm just like, what is really going on? Like, why me? And if you listen to Lauren London's interviews, she she says this. she's like she was at that place. She's like, why me? And then she asks herself, who are you? Why not you? And that was such a wake up call for me, because I'm like, yeah, like, why not me? Like, it's life. Life happens. And even in my book, I talk about that. Life happens. Y'all. So I have a chapter or a sub chapter in my book, and this is. Sometimes good things happen to bad people and bad things happen to good people, okay? And that was my reminder. That was my reminder. Like, Lauren reminded me that, like, why not you? Why not you? And it is a change in perspective. And if you read The Four Agreements, we learn a lot about those things of taking it personal, be impeccable with your words, You know, take action behind your ideas. We learn a lot about those things because it all is in the healing process. You know, I talked about earlier how I do not take advice. And one of the reasons, um, one of the reminders I got this morning while I was listening to the Four Agreements Audible was because a lot of times people give advice from their perspective and people give advice from their understanding. One thing that I'm coming into realizing in my healing journey is a lot of people want their life to mean something for somebody else when i die i want y'all to know that like lisa loved herself lisa did everything for herself lisa did everything for her healing lisa did everything that she could possibly do to heal from her past from her family trauma from her generational curses My family, like many other families, has so many generational curses. I'm talking about physical illness, mental health, um, broken heart, financial irresponsibility. I'm talking about there are so many things. And I worked so hard to make sure that I was at peace with myself to make sure I was healed in case I ever do have kids I'm not bringing that trauma onto them but I did it for myself I think a lot of people think about that dash in between their name you know from the day you were born to the day you die. people like oh I want I want to make a difference on the world I want to do this I don't care about what I do for y'all honey and that might sound harsh I care about what I do for me now don't get me wrong What I do has created my business and it has brought me clients and I'm forever grateful. But I want you to know it started with the self-love first. It started with the self-healing. It started with knowing how important healing was. I tell people all the time, I've been saying it recently, you cannot heal unless you feel. This emotional regulation is important to me because I come from a family that we get angry and we snap. And I'm starting to see that as I get older. Oh, no. I'm I'm starting to act like my mom. I'm starting to act like my daddy. I'm starting to act like those people. Like I'm I'm, I'm starting to act like these people that showed me nothing but anger growing up. I don't want to be that. I got to heal. I got to love me. I got to know me. I'm starting to become at peace with who I am. I'm starting to love my body. I'm working this eating disorder as a 30 year old honey i'm learning how to grocery shop i'm learning how to fuel my body i'm learning how to be disciplined enough to get up and work out and do yoga i'm learning that when i get those rages when i get those urges instead of going to have sex with somebody or instead of going to go yell at somebody instead or instead of going to go smoke or drink or curse i put i put that energy into movement i dance i do yoga i write I come do a podcast. I do that. And I'm not like, I'm not saying you can't have sex or smoke or drink. That wasn't the point. What I'm saying is I'm learning to put my energy into creativity. And I'm learning to, that's how I'm putting my actions behind my ideas. Like the card said earlier. Instead of what I would normally do is go home and sleep and lay in bed and rest. And sometimes... That is what I need. So sometimes I'll come to the building and I'll lay on my yoga mat and I'll do a yoga and then I'll meditate for 30 minutes, y'all. I'll lay there in Savasana and breathe and focus so I can be grounded and I can reset and recharge my battery, okay? Um,
1: If that has all
0: been part of peace. People don't understand why I don't take advice. And the reason why I don't take advice is because for so long I've depended on other people's opinions. That now I have to depend on my opinion. I have to put myself first. I have to put myself in a position to where I trust myself, to where I know I'm doing everything that I am supposed to be doing. This healing is not always fun. You look different. You sound different. I am trying to learn and embrace this new person that I am and it's not, you know, I've had that conversation. I am not the same person a lot of people know. I am not that same person. I am different. And I'm still trying to deal with that Because I don't look the same like I used to. I don't look like any, you know, the old Lisa. So, um, yeah, I just, I want to leave this question with you. Do you know yourself? And if the answer is no, hear me out that's okay let's figure out let's get you to that yes point if you do not know yourself it's okay it took me years and yeah I'm still learning every day I'm learning something new about myself every day I'm learning but you gotta understand I'm 30 years old And I've been living in other people's lives for the last 30 years. So I'm not going to know everything about myself. I have to relearn myself. I'm also learning the new me. In therapy, what I'm working on right now is making little Lisa feel loved and comfort and safe. Because believe it or not, when that ego comes out, that's little Lisa throwing a tantrum. Because little Lisa remembers not being validated. Big Lisa, oh, she's validated all the time. Little Lisa... She's showing up. So if you don't know yourself, that's okay. We're going to work on that. Come back next week. Let's talk about it. Read the blogs. Start a journal. Get you what everyone has a story journal. Start writing your story. Join the Healing Writers Program. Yeah, like I have these resources for you. So start investing in yourself. I, I was just talking to a friend. Um, she's pregnant. She has two kids. A lot going on in life. And she was like, know she got a self-care basket and she was pretty happy and i was happy for her too and i you know i just told her i was like you know self-care is more than monetary or material but like self-care can be as simple as you waking up a little bit early to have that time to yourself staying up a little bit later to have that time to yourself taking five minutes a day to meditate outside taking five minutes a day to write a gratitude journal excerpt um And that's what it's been. I have to have time by myself each and every day. I have to do something for myself each and every day. Each and every day, I have to do something for myself. You know, whether that's praying, whether that's journaling, whether that's getting coffee, whether that's taking myself out to eat, whether it's doing my hair, whether it's getting my wax, whether it's sitting in silence. I love sitting in silence. I don't need too many people who like to sit in silence. There have been times where I I will turn off all the lights in my house and just later. There have been times where I come to the building, I turn off all the noise and the only noise I have is the outside cars and I sit there. I don't meet too many people who can sit in silence by themselves. I love it. Just me. I love it, y'all. So, um, do you know yourself? Okay, and we're gonna continue to look into this. Um, I want to dive into this deeply because I'm also working on this with myself and I really want y'all to listen to the Kevin Gates and Lauren London's interviews with S because there's multiple. I want y'all to go ahead and get the Audible, the four agreements. You can get it on YouTube and get an Audible. Um, You can also go to my bookshop and get it. I want you to start learning about emotional regulation. One of the things that I do with emotional regulation is I keep a Likert scale on my refrigerator and it has all these different types of emotions and every morning and every night I move the little magnet to which emotion I am on. So I do wanna you know this is gonna be a topic that we revisit um maybe for the next couple weeks, maybe every other episode, but we're definitely gonna come back to this, y'all. So I hope you enjoy your Monday. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for listening. I love you guys so much, and I wish you a happy Monday. Go out there. Be great. I love you, but I want you to love you the way you love the world, y'all. Happy Monday.